from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. The Leadership Hour. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. It's Ikhsan Higgins here with the Leadership Hour. And uh, a very warm welcome to the listeners. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi And um, also to those people that are not familiar with the Leadership Hour. Um, yeah, welcome to you all. So tonight we have two very interesting guests with a very interesting uh, topic. And tonight we're going to talk about a topic that, you know, a lot of people don't really want to talk about, you know, on a especially Muslim radio station, and uh, they speak, and the topic tonight is the klopsa, the minstrels, and uh, people don't particularly like the idea, you know, that, uh, I mean, and I've, I've always wondered why people are avoiding, you know, the whole concept of the klopsa. And uh, for me, the Klopse is a celebration of protest. It's been uh, the means of protest against colonialism. It's the protest against slavery. And uh, that tradition still carries on today. And tonight we have in studio, we have two very special guests, two, two guests that are very familiar with the genre of Klopse, minstrels. I mean, well, there's a few other names people give for it. But we have none other than uh, the two guests tonight. The first guest is Mr. Kader Miller. Assalamu alaikum, Kader. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and our listeners. Uh, shukran for coming, Kader. I know you're one of those uh, people that's very involved with communities, but you're always uh, camera shy. And you are radio shy, and uh, I was very surprised when I called you this morning and you immediately agreed to be on the show, so shukran for that. It's different when someone calls you, but when a lawyer calls you, you say yes. <laughs> I didn't call you in that capacity, Kada. <laughs> okay. And then the other gentleman, you know, very talented uh, gentleman that, that, that it's part of the, the, the minstrel carnival, but more importantly, he's also a songwriter. And uh, he teaches, you know, groups of, of, of young people and, and minstrels to sing none other than uh, Mr. Ziyad Hattas. alaikum Ziyad. Alaikum salam alaikum how are you? Alhamdulillah. So Ziyad and Kada, you know, so it's such a pleasure having both of you on the show. You have both shown excellent leadership, you know, uh, in, in, in marshalling, you know, young people especially, you know, to get them off the streets to get them out of the clutches of the drug merchants, out of the clutches of the gangs. And they indulge in, uh, in this musical tradition, this tradition of the minstrels, which, and it comes with such a rich history, a rich heritage, that, uh, you know, of course, it's been there since the time of slavery. Of course, when we, all the listeners will know that the, slave, that the the minstrels was born out of the fact that the the masters, the slave masters, wanted to be entertained, and uh, of course on the Tweedenivaya there was a traditional march where people 
imitated their, their, their bosses and uh, that's why the, the minstrels still have a, a suit on made of satin you know mimicking the the look of the master so for me yes it's a it's a pro, it's a celebration of protest so i'm going to start off with kaida kaida what motivates you you're an entrepreneur you you you're a community leader you, I met you uh, through your leadership in the drumline and many years ago. I met you through the leadership of your, um, of, of that you were part of the Youth Academy. So what drives you, I mean, after all these years, to still be part of the Klopsa? Shikram, with that, Ihsan, I think uh, very important for me is that I come from the very old school. I was taught by the old school. And for that reason, I will always, um, um, whatever the old school taught me, that is what I will most probably die for. And that is what I will teach the youth of tomorrow, teach them of colonialism, teach them of the uh, apartheid days, teach them why we have the celebration of Tuirinivea. So the Tuirinivea, to me, is something that I can, I can never see myself or the future generation or the people that I work with ever tells me that there's no such thing as Twirinivea. Twirinivea will always remain with me as Twirinivea because that is why we, if, if ever, uh, just to go back, if ever we should take away the word or the day of Twirinivea, it's like saying apartheid never happened like slaves were never there and that is what people want us to forget and that I cannot stand for I will never stand for that I will always fight for that Twirinivea the name Twirinivea we are the custodians of the Twirinivea and it's my it is my duty to educate the youth of tomorrow about Twirinivea now, for me to be part of this celebration of Twiri Nivea, it is something that I want to do every year. Uh, I never want to miss it. I never want to skip it. Uh, I, I, I'll skip any other competition. But on Twiri Nivea, that's the day I invite my friends and, I, and the youth, and I teach them, and I let them know why we're having this day. And uh, up till today, I can say I think I have done my duty and I will continue to do my duty to enjoy this Twirinivea that the old people taught me how it must be done, how you play this game, how it must be played and the disciplines of it. That to me is important and not just the discipline but the fun part of it and uh, for me to don the, the 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 uniform and to don my satin uniform and to stand in hanover street it takes me back how it how it must have been when the old people did this when it was the days of the slavery how i try to think and i try to imagine what it was like for them when they donned their satin when they when they painted their faces there's, there, there, there's so much to it for me when I, when, I, when I think about that. And when we come down on Over Street, I get that feeling. I get that feeling that District 6 is alive. The Seven Steps is alive. That is the feeling I get when I come down, uh, come down on Over Street. When I hit 
Darling Street and I get to the city hall, that for me is like, this is the ultimate. And then for me to come out of Darling Street and, and come into, come into Adelie Street and take Whale Street. And so she quoted me for me and say, as Zaini, where seeker a plek is, op tweede nieuwe jaar, voordat ze oog gaan, Buitengerastrati, dan heet zij niet, jouw gaat gekregen <laughs> en jouw gaat is bij Buitengerastrat, Roestraat toe. Als zij niet daar is voor Maghripi, dan is er het gekregen. So, ik maak nou zieke, ik is daar voor Maghrip, want voor zieke, ik moet mijn tweede nieuwe jaar krijgen. Okay. En helaas is het een dat is het tweede nieuwe jaar stukje. Oké, okay. dit is wel een contextualize voor de listeners, a little bit about the tweede nieuwe jaar en why it was maybe on the 4th of, of New Year this year. I mean, of course, I'm not privy to those discussions, but many years ago, it, ha- it was agreed that if Juma falls on a Friday, I'm sorry, on the Twitter Niva, if Juma falls on the Twitter Niva, yeah, then there will be a deferment to the next day. Mm. Uh, it will be Dere Niva, yeah, based on the fact that Juma was then also, the if it fell on a, on, a, on a Sunday, which was church, yes. That it will fall on the next day. Yeah. So they, there was that re- religious um, imperative that was catered for at the time. Yes. I don't know on what basis it is now in the field anyway, yeah, because I mean, I'm not sure if it was, if, if it fell on the. It was on Thursday. Was it on Thursday? Yeah. Was the field anyway? fell on the Thursday. So there would have been no, the but there would have been no reason then for it to have been on the fourth as opposed to the second. No, it um, didn't. but because the. the so celebration starts from 10 o'clock in the morning until 10 in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, after... Oh, I see. So that was the imperative of the Maghrib. Yes. Ju- and so, so, okay, so the organizers the felt that it would be better. No, no. And then I think we, we obviously applaud them for that. You yeah. know, that uh, that it didn't fall within the wakt of uh, yes. of, yes. uh, of Juma and it didn't Oof. fall within the wakt of... Uh, well, of course, it wasn't near to the Sunday. But in any case, that just... Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, that, I think that's obviously being a bit facetious about the Hajj uh, and uh, you know and what uh, what you're saying is there must be this concert there was always that concerted effort to get to Well Street before Maghrib that's, that is, uh, and of that's course, the that's we always the see, you know, the, the troops stop what they're doing when it is any wakt, whether it is Dhuwar, uh, Asr, Maghrib or, or Ishai. I must say, Isa, Isa, I have very high respect for minstrels um, when they walk on this day. They, they stop. There are three times when they stop and mm-hmm. they all stop. And that is when they get to the Asr, the Maghrib and Isai. They will stop wherever they are. And I must say to the minstrels, whether um, um, the Christian people understand that everyone understands that now we stop because now the, the guys are going to mosque. And no one will strike that ban until the guys come back from mosque. And then we will go on again. Kada, just before we get to Siyad, and um, I know he's rearing to go, I prepare a for dinner. But now, Kada, why is it no longer called the Tweede Nivea March? Why is it now called the Cape Town March? I mean, surely there's a problem with it. Yes, that's, that, that's a problem to me. I, Kada Miller, am speaking for Kada Miller. And uh, I'm speaking for no other organization. I'm speaking because I am a custodian 
of the minstrels. We are the custodians, and we are the custodians of the Twiri Nivea. We must protect the Twiri Nivea from our forefathers. That is what they fought for, the Twiri Nivea. I don't know what is a Cape Town street parade. I, I, I cannot accept it. I won't accept it because I believe in the Twiri Nivea Joel. But I also understand that if you have an organization, you can call it what you want to. If there's another organization, you can call it what you want to. But the Twiri Nivea will always be a Twiri Nivea. If you make an application to say, my name is, this is going to be the, the, the street parade or the whatever, a new, a new Year parade, that is your application that you make to the city. But to us, the custodians, second year, second year. I think therein lies the problem. That is, and Aziara, maybe you want to come in here uh, on this one. That for more than 100 years, it has been known. I mean, the, the slavery was abolished in, in 1838. So, of course, one could safely assume that that tradition, maybe not in its current form, but definitely it was a certain tradition since 1838 or even before that. Mm-hmm that there was a thing called Tweede Nivea. And uh, surely, constitutionally, people have the right to exercise culture. Yes. And I, and I don't want to go too deep into the law now, but if somebody then makes an application on Tweede Nivea to say this is the, the event, surely one must follow the format that has been followed for centuries as opposed to coming up with their own little name. Yeah. So anyway, Zia, do you want to say something about that? Yeah. Like Mr. Miller also mentioned, so I'm also representing my, myself and not any... No, no, it's fine. We're not representing... So in fact, I wanted to avoid having organizations on here because, of course, as we all know, we've seen it in the newspapers. There's, of course, there's the tensions that's out there. So, I mean, yeah. that's why I've got people that are kind of independent, you know, part of the culture, but independent. So, yeah, so, so you, the, don't the have to, you don't have to preface it. No, no, so the, the views is purely myself. Yeah. But, uh, the views is coming out of my, my own. And yes, I agree that we have to keep our, we have to keep our heritage and we, have to, we are the... We are the custodians of this culture, not the city, not any sponsors out there. We are the we are the custodians. Now, if you are the custodian of anything, you then go to whoever's going to be the sponsors and whoever's going to fund the event, and you then dictate to them and tell them this is what it needs to be called. So, in lieu, in my view, some sometimes exactly what has happened uh, um, last year with the whole book up issue, um, that sometimes our people itself are the reasons for things happen and our people tend to sell our culture out and our people tend to sell our co- communities out um by with the book with the whole work up issue um, that was happening the unfortunate it, it was a sad thing but it was also merely based on do we allow for instance now the klopser cannot walk in work up anymore Back marches is not okay. So, so yeah, I think you must just define that because I mean, of course, they have march on twi- on fear the new yeah, on fear the new year. Let's keep it there, like on fear the new they, they 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 went up put the book up. But what you're talking about is when they return from the stadiums, yeah. So, it has been tradition and for and years, and it's called back marches, back back back, back marches, and mm. 
Tafels, tafels. The tafels or yeah. the um, entertaining your co- community. So my, I mean, my, as long as I can remember, whenever we came from the old Greenpoint track, the old, the old Greenpoint Stadium, uh, or when we came from the Athlon Stadium, we would, all, all the choirs, all the troops would go through to Burk up and we would come down Capini Street into Wales Street and into, and into Rose Street. And it was also a source of income for many because they would go open up their stalls, their stands, their food stands and, and all those things. Um, because thousands of people would actually come through to Burk up because they didn't maybe make it to be at the stadium, inside of the stadium, because what happens in, th- in Inside the stadium is not any bands or any jawling that's happening in there. It's mostly singing items or marching items. And some people are not, they, they, they're not interested in that. They, they just want to hear the different bands. But there is a club schedule at the stadium from what I understand. Only on, yeah, on the 1st okay. of January. Yes, okay. Um, depending on obviously what um, mm. what board. So okay. on the 1st of January, that's a club schedule. So your stadium is normally packed on those days because mm. um, both sections plays. However, the back marches, I don't think there was anything wrong in it. I mean, if the city really want, wanted to, they would, they would allow it um, and try to regulate it in a way and ask the people and ask the community of, of Buka because there is a community out there that they have. See, I, I want to examine that a little bit more uh, with regard to back marches. And be, I mean, that, like I said, that's part of the tradition. And just before we go for ad breaks, I just want to read this so that the listeners can think about this. The Constitution... I mean, in terms of Section 30 of the South African Constitution, it confers on every person the right to use the language and to participate in the cultural life of their choice, but only to the extent consistent with the Bill of Rights. Okay, so I think you're spot on that people have the right to exercise the culture, people have the right to, 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 to like Kada said, with the Twitter Nivea march, and people have the right to back marches. But we're going to examine that a little bit more because the point is, I believe at this point in time, from what I see in the media, that this entire culture is under threat. And what is really at threat is that celebration of protest. We're going to go for a quick ad break. When we come back, we're going to take it further. From Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. The Leadership Hour. And we are back with the um, Leadership Hour, and as you see, the third step of your fanach an, and uh, we're obviously marching very, very steadily towards Maghrib, and uh, we hardly got to the meat of this program. We have Kader Miller, and we have uh, Ziyad, um, and we're talking about the protest, uh, the Klopse, as a celebration of protest. So Ziyad Hattas is here with us. Kadamala is with us. So Ziyad, coming back to, to the issue of um, this uh, onslaught against this culture that's guaranteed by the, by the Constitution, do, where do you see this culture going? Is, are we going to lose it? Is it something that's in, the, that's in danger? Is there a stress point somewhere? Son, you know, I think it's not only the menstrual culture that is at danger. The, the culture 
of Cape Town when we speak about Malay choirs, the Christmas bands, as well as the minstrels. All these three cultures is currently in danger. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about, I want, I want, I'm probably going to get the, 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 the Christmas choirs and I'm going to get the Malay choirs because obviously an exa- a good example would be that suddenly Oya An is now in the, the 30th and not yeah. 31st anymore. Well, I was in that meeting with the city. No, no, but all the, to them to make it the 31st. Yeah, but all the, when we meet up with, with, with the Cape Malay choir, but I would like you to come here and uh, we will discuss it but tonight I just wanted to focus on the minstrels yeah. we're going to keep it very narrow tonight because we don't have a lot of time but Ziad besides all the problems that we have with the city and the problems we have with bylaws etc you actually wrote something very uh, very special you know in, in uh, as part of your contribution to social cohesion yeah. Can you tell us about the song that you wrote? Okay, so I, um, firstly, this year, or la- last year, sorry, there was the sad happenings in and around of Cape Town and in, in the Western Cape of women and children being abused, gender-based violence happening all, all, all around us. Um, and when, when we heard about the young ladies being raped and being killed, it's something that, that was sad because I am a brother to five sisters. I am a father to a daughter. I'm a son to two mothers. And what if that had to be my mother? Or what if that had to be my wife? I only got one wife. But what if that had to be her? What if that had to be my daughter? Um, and one thing too, when you look, when you look deep into it, and, and I felt that, you know, with... The minstrels and the the coons, our people, whatever people call us, when we are singing songs, music is a medium. I, I think we must avoid the term coon, okay? Because I think it's got a very negative connotation, and it's a, it's said from a kind of a ivory tower. And I mean, if you look at also what, means a kin, also means a rupus in a heat. No, but, no, anyway, but, but what I'm saying is, let's stick to the two words that we that is kind of acceptable, which is klopso or minstrel. Minstrel. So okay. when people look at minstrels and, and people come to that stadium, for those that come to the stadium and they listen to the songs, I felt that they need to leave with a message. Mm-hmm. And last year, with the gentrification thing happening in Boerkup, the song that I wrote last year, the Boerkup song, um, which was done by the minstrels as well as by Primrose choir it sent a message out and people were listening to that song up until today people are still listening to that mm. that, um, that that song so that was a form of protest so what was the content of it i would have loved to have played it but there's no so just tell us the content of the of the song of what? the woman abuse yeah what what was the words that they, they sang so we sang uh, the the song was was, was obviously written for um gender-based violence. violence and things uh, and it was it was more towards um i mean we, we started off the, the song so i write the song but then i, I tend to forget so we i would choose two or three tunes that i think that would speak to the that would speak to the concept um so the wording of, of that song uh, i would uh, i use the word um the phrase like it's time to stand together we must fight for their rights mm-hmm. um it's time stand as one it's their, it's their right it's their right to feel safe so these in the song we we plead to people stop the violence against women stop the violence against children this is our fight we must unite mm, I like it violence it, must yeah. end 
in South Africa. I mean, it's a, we, we, in fact, I do believe that Voice of the Capes, uh, they played the song already. Uh, and, uh, last weekend, Monday. Yeah, I yeah, would love, I mean, well, we're hoping to play it again at some point very soon. But yes, so this for me is a question of... Uh, of social cohesion, you know, fight looking at what's out there, speaking about it. So, um, and of course, you so so so. What went through your mind at the time, besides the fact that you say, you know, it could have been, but I mean, to to teach the song to how many people? I mean, to how many the people? Choir of seventy. Choir of seventy. That's at D six, and then you've uh, and then at Primroses we also about 85 so that's another but that song will be done in Afrikaans again and how long did it take for you to, to teach them uh, this two and a half months two and a half months yeah. and how often do you come train once or twice a week okay so we use we use the medium of whatsapp and, and uh, social media as a meeting because I would I would be sitting out in Dubai last year October November I was sitting out in Dubai and I was teaching them my uh, Skype and via WhatsApp. Oh, you listen to full technology, you know? Everything works. Okay. And, you know, I have to bring Mr. Miller in here because <laughs> Mr. Miller was, uh, like he says, he's, he's really, truly an, an ambassador of the, the, the culture. And he was one of the, the guys that gave me the opportunity a few years ago mm-hmm. um, to actually, I was just a normal Puckman, like people would know. I would stand in the sung puck and I would just sing my bass voice like normal. Mm-hmm. But I got a love for writing music. Mm. and being part of it and I, th- I felt that everyone these days are just well back then people were just doing normal songs um, they would do a song uh, one moment in time but they would just do it in a choral in a choral style that is what English combined was always about it was mm. a, a common song that people knew and they, they would just put four voices in it with all due respect to all those coaches uh, that has passed on um, they've done a brilliant job because I stood un- under them mm. and I stood under all these various coaches and Mr. Miller was at um, with the with the minstrel um, with D six row at that time, and, and he was one of the people that wanted me to get more involved um, because people don't know Mr. Miller, like you said at the beginning of the show, he's an under he's an undercover agent. <laughs> um, <laughs> he don't necessarily put on his, his yeah. uniform every day even, mm-hmm. but he would be the person that is working in the background. In the background. So to, to that, I would like to say on a shukran to, to Kada for what he has con- contributed um, to allowing yeah. me the opportunity as well as Shahid Simons and Malik mm. La to them. And also to the choir that has asked, that has got me into it. Um, so I'm passionate about Primrose. Um, and that, therefore, I went back. But this all started with people like people legends that has passed on like boy um, okay look we know we don't have much time for that individual I'm also now I'm a nine, but you're not going to be <laughs> able to because we, we, we're a bit pressed for time God I want to get to your um, your role I know that you even take you've even taken the minstrels to an international level I know of your involvement in Seychelles and I know of the, uh, the the fact that you've also harnessed some of the biggest talents within the minstrels and, of course, turned it into economic opportunities for those youngsters. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, Ixanas. I've been with, uh, with Group Entertainers for 10 years as a director, then moved on to, to D6 for 12 years as a director. And after that, I thought it's time to retire. But start something new, something that I wanted to do. And I took um, some of the best um, musicians, some of the best um, singers, 
some of the best performers. I took them with me. There was an opportunity after you and I took our first group to the South. I knew you and I. You and I, I must say, because you were the one who supported me with that uh, decision that I brought to you. And uh, we joined together and we took our first group of about 32, 36 members to the South. And uh, after that, like they always say, the rest was history. I've been to the Seychelles Carnival for seven years in a row, taking the, 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 the minstrel, the nuclear of the minstrels, some of the best performers, and I also made sure that I take kids that come from Manawa Park, I take kids that come from Mitchell's Plain, I take kids come from Mannenberg, so that they can go as minstrels for the first time ever and get a passport and go overseas and when they come to another country, they represent South Africa as minstrels. That I've achieved, and that for me was the highlight for me of being a minstrel. Um, that is the kind of passion that I have. Coming back with the Seven Steps Minstrels now today, we get called on from big companies. We get agents calling us because of the discipline we have, because of our professionalism. Corporate companies are now calling the, the, the Seven Steps Minstrels. And it is all because of word of mouth. It is because of what we do and how we conduct ourselves at events that today we are the name, we are the brand name when it comes to corporate events. Um, and we, when we're only 10 guys and uh, there is opportunities and for, for, for minstrels and, and, and obviously um, these guys, they get paid very, very well. When they do a job, they get paid well. I can say this. Um, just yesterday we did a job, and the guys, they smile when I get a job for them. Because the money that they earn, I, I take that money and I give it to them because 80% of them are unemployed. And the avenue that I use is uh, as a minstrel, they can earn a salary, they can put bread on the table, and... I, I, I just love this idea of the Cape Town Seven Steps Minstrels. So, yes, from my point of view, being a minstrel, I am a minstrel. I cannot never get away from that. Tweedeniwea is my cultural heritage. Tweedeniwea is the day that I do my freedom of expression. <laughs> but, I mean, other than that, I mean, of course, I, I know the, the story with Seychelles, and, I mean, that's fine. But I mean, what what struck me is one of the the bigger things that uh, your your uh, your your trips to Seychelles brought about is that you were actually one of the people that was directly responsible for creating a trade union in Seychelles. Because uh, I mean, maybe you must tell us a little bit about Mr. Alain Saint Ange, who was actually also actually a presidential candidate in Seychelles. Mr. 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 Hickey, <laughs> I'm laughing because you know what you're talking about, and you you were the guy who initiated this whole thing in the South, and and inshallah today 
the the gentleman, Mr. Alain, who has started his own um, his own political party. It's now political party. It's now political it's, it's party. It's now beyond the, the beyond the trade union. Okay, trade it's union. now political party, and inshallah, he might become the president if he wins the election. Mm-hmm. And uh, you and I, and we have first hand knowledge of this man. You were the man who stood on Victoria, and you presented <laughs> this man. man and you presented you this man with the biggest, with the biggest speech ever that a minstrel could make in the city of Victoria, and that 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 was a big day for us, and you represented us as South African minstrels. So, uh, although you're doing the interview there, yeah, you didn't know that our catch you at this one. Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, I don't like being uh, exposed like that, you know. <laughs> but yes, I think uh, well done to you, Kada, for, for, the, for, 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 for taking this celebration of protest to an international level and being an ambassador for South Africa. So, uh, the, so that's why I'm a bit disappointed that the national government is not more involved in the minstrel, uh, so I mean, if you look at what Mr. Hattas is doing, like uh, writing songs, you wow. know, that is promoting wow. that's prom- wow. that's promoting the, the 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 social cohesion, speaking out against evils like gentrification, evils or like uh, f- uh, f- gender-based violence, mm-hmm. that we don't have more. Of the national government's involvement in this particular thing, we're gonna we're gonna go for a quick ad break. When we come back, I want you to respond to that. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, ninety-one point three FM. The Leadership Hour. Okay, and we are back with the uh, with the leadership. Ah, oh, we've got Kada Miller here, and uh, we've got Mr. Hattas here, Ziad Hattas, and we are just uh, looking at just the general issues pertaining to the minstrels. Ziad, we were saying that, you know, people, the listeners all want to hear that song, but we're not going to have time to play that song because we only got about five minutes left. Yeah. And uh, it's almost Maghrib also in means of Aloni. Litchi wafu Maghrib, Yalavala Bichiki Ra wafu Maghrib. So. Uh, People so can make their way the 1st of March to the Bravo Valley Drum, then they'll hear a different rendition with Primrose. Yeah. Ziad, you, you, I want you to talk to me about this group that you started, you mentioned earlier to me, okay? Yeah, so we, because of the song and, and, and I felt passionate about it, I got involved with a, a bunch of people. We just registered the, the company today as an NPC. It's called the Violence Prevent, Prevention a- Agency. The name was accepted. And it's a group of people that we want to do pre- pre- preventative work in society. So we want to go out to the communities. And it's not only in South Africa, it's up into, it's up into Africa. Um, and it's not only for gender-based violence, it's any form of violence. Um, studies have shown that, so when I'm writing the songs, I actually look in, in, into studies and, I, and that's what got me into it. Um, and I felt that I now need to go back into communities and, and, do, the, and do the work. And you mentioned the term so- social co- cohesion early on mm-hmm. and why minstrels bring about 
social cohesion. If we're practicing every Sunday in a certain community, we're bringing groups of people together from all over Cape Town. Um, even though D6 is in Boerkamp, uh, most of the people that's, that's singing in that Sinpaka, it's only about 12 people that's from Boerkamp, Mr. Bullock can recognize. Yes. But it's a lot of people from outside. And it's of those areas when, and all the areas where gender-based violence is taking place. So if it's a means of social cohesion, our rehearsals, our practices, whatever we want to call it, but it's also giving that message. So if I'm teaching people two or three lines, they need to go make it farm like we would call it. They would need to go make it farm for the week. But they... Okay, uh, yeah, it's a school. It's a school. It's a And they need to go make it farm. So when they come back next Sunday, they, they need to know it. But it means that they go away from that re- rehearsal with those three lines, with speaking to their mothers, speaking to their sisters, speaking to their children in a different way because they need to sing with feeling. If you want to stand in my song park, you need to sing with feeling because you need to bring a message, um, obviously, a, a, across to your audience. We we have, and people like Wasif Pikan, um, he wrote a, a comic now a few years ago about water. I mean, they, those are things that actually, that actually eat, and I think you want for first prize right up. Those are things that actually... That's, it's things that when people walk away from that stadium, they need to be, they need to know that they went there not only to go listen to another choir sing another song that they know they went there with a message, and if I can be part of that, and I'm only a one person out of many that's trying to actually do, do this. Mm. I'm not a coach. I'm not a composer. I'm only trying. Well, um, you're an activist, and I, and I like the fact that you're an activist, and you obviously. Uh, you've got a great appreciation for what's happening out there and of course through your artistry, through your creativity, you, you're looking at, 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 at our society through uh, the lens, you know, to actually eradicate, you know, a lot of the evils. How people love m- music, Mr. Higgins. Mm. How people love to listen to music. Mm. So if they can listen to a song that was wow and if they can listen to that song over and over and then see that your neighbors actually, things were happening right in front of my eyes. I'm, I'm a proudly Mitchell's Plain boy. When I grew up in Mitchell's Plain, if I listen to the song and if I look at the words of that song, I realized that the people that was living opposite me was actually abusing the children. Mm. Uh, you, you, you don't realize that when it's, when it's happening, it's actually right in front of our eyes. And people are making cases. I mean, we have, the police stations are filled with cases that has been made, but no one goes forward to take that case further. Mm. Okay, great. Kada, just on your side, you know, like I say, you're the great unsung hero of our of our communities. I mean, uh, you can go anywhere and they'll know exactly who Kada Miller is because he does this, that and the other, he empowers. But there was a recent success story. I mean, somebody that you brought on board and I believe this person is now a, a pilot, or oh, he's, 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 uh, he's going to be a pilot soon. I actually got this gentleman somewhere in town one day, and he says, no, Mr. Higgins, I'm, 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 I'm doing my pilot's license. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about this? Uh? Mr. Higgins, don't forget that that young man was with us on our first trip to China. So, mm-hmm. so Mufti um, 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 Sadli Basadin, um, I take him as a young brother, and I take him also as one of my best friends uh, for reason for that is we come from the same Hanover Park and we call ourselves Hanovians okay. like you call yourself Trafalgarians okay. we are Hanovians <laughs> and I'm very proud of him he, he always had this passion to become a pilot he, ha- he has it and he, ha- a- a- and he had it now he came to me one day and he said to me Miller Eka had no study for my pilot license Eka delighted you one 
Wat praat sy? And wait, but, but just to, to, to preface that, he's also one of the most talented um, um, what you call it, the brass instrument players. Trombone players. Trombone players, one of the best. Yeah. yeah. One of the best. So, 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 yes, I mean, all hats off to you. I mean, I've seen the, the development of this young man over the years. Yes. And I mean, one of these days he'll be donning a, a, a pilot's uniform. And, and, and I took him, I said to him, uh, sadly, if you want, I, I want to, I want to teach you just one more thing. You need to go to China with me. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, I'm going. Mm-hmm. He was on the plane. We went to a few cities and I showed him how to do business in China. I said, if ever I'm not there one day, I have left you with something. You can go to China. You know my contacts. You know where to buy. You know what Excellent. to do. No China. <laughs> but now I must say that sadly uh, um, he's done his first uh, exam and he's passed it with 80%. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Very proud of him. Unfortunately, gentlemen, Ziyad, Kada, shukran very much for gracing us with your presence. I would love to have both of you back on. Yeah, in fact, we are going coming back because Ziyad, I want you to come on with Shyam uh, sure. uh, of up And Kada, I would like you to come on with Shadli at some point. Inshallah. And hopefully we can learn more about what people like yourselves do out there in the community, providing leadership and creating leaders. So shukran for that. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo.